bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. Wraps up college football. We'll move into what pays the bills. We're going to um, NFL. Uh, I mean, before we started picks, I would just like to really, like, sink this in. Like, we're going to be seeing Scott Hansen in under a week. Like, red zone's back. Like, I mean, just remembering how much fun we had last year, now it's going to be even more fun. <laughs> um, yeah, no shit. But, yeah, I mean, you guys can talk about that if you want. Oh, I'm so excited. Like, you, oh, my God. Last week, was just it's just like a warm-up. The college is like a warm-up. And especially because we have Iowa State this week and football starting NFL. There's that, this is like the best weekend I might have ever experienced in my entire life. I'm so excited. Yeah, I second that one as well. Um, There's nothing better than waking up hungover on a Sunday and seeing the countdown ready to roll. I mean, that's probably a top three thing in life. You know, my top three is pretty pretty steep, though. It would be hungover hungover red zone, um, number one, obviously. Number two is finding a good YouTube video while I'm eating. Yep. Yeah. You can't beat that. And then number three, finding the perfect temperature of water when you're in the shower. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, if I had added that, it'd be waking up at three in the morning and then pounding water. But, pounding um, a whole glass of water or a whole I water mean, bottle. Like, I'm like kind of known for being able to cup slam. If I did mine at like four in the morning, I would not beat anybody in their mother. No. We should. I heard this somewhere where they, you like beer bong waters before you go to bed. Oh yeah, that's PMT. Was it? I can't remember. So that'd be so much fun. All right. Well, we'll start with our Thursday night game. Huge game here. Uh, Cowboys versus Buccaneers. The Cowboys had their uh, hard knocks show. I heard it was the cringiest thing ever. I didn't watch any of it, but the lines coming in at Buccaneers favored by eight. And the over under at fifty one and a half. That those are the lines right now. Recording this on a Tuesday. Um, the Buccaneers are returning their whole Super Bowl lineup, and but the Cowboys are also returning Dak Prescott. I mean, literally everybody on their team. But I mean, the Cowboys were also like unbelievable with Dak Prescott last year. I'm not really sure what I'd take this game just because of Buccaneers defenses. I mean, I think they'd be able to stop a Cowboys offense, even though it is insane. Um, I don't know. I think 51 and a half points is a lot, but it is Thursday night. Like, I feel like the teams are going to want to, you know, open the floodgates. I'll just take the over here. Yeah, I um, Bucks are going to win. I don't can't see the Cowboys coming out and beating Brady on the home opener on a Thursday, but over under. I was right when I saw that Cowboys Bucks. I saw fifty. I was like ready to hammer that, but honestly, I I can see it not going like that. So I'm gonna kind of stay away, and just I just think Bucks are gonna win. I don't know anything. I don't know about spread. I don't know about over under, but I can't see the Cowboys actually beating these guys. Yeah, I agree with Luke. I think the Bucks will win. Um, I mean, obviously it'll be the Super Bowl banner night because they'll be in Tampa Bay, 
Uh, the Cowboys are without Zach Martin, though. Like, they're all pro guard. So, I I don't know. Again, especially going against the D-line, like the Buccaneers, that showed how dominant they were, like, in the Super Bowl, too. I think the Buccaneers will cover the spread. I don't think – I don't really like the over-under just because you don't know how many points the Cowboys – like, you know the Buccaneers will put up points because the Cowboys' defense is equivalent to a 3A football team in Iowa. But I think – I think the Buccaneers will cover this. Um, obviously, they have a really good matchup on offense, and then the Cowboys have a bunch of weapons. But I mean, if they can't run the ball, they won't be able to do much because you can't. Obviously, you can't play from behind the entire game. They did that the first four weeks, even with Dak last year, because that's how bad their defense was. So I like the Bucks minus eight in this. Well, what I like about the over is I think the Buccaneers, with how bad the Cowboys' defense is, like I don't think it like people realize like the Cowboys' defense is like bottom fucking team, like dog shit. I think the Buccaneers can easily score 30. And then for the Cowboys being playing down most likely most of the game, they're going to have to air the ball out. I love all the targets they have. If Dak Prescott comes back to normal, which is injury, like I know it put him out for a while, but it's not one of them injuries that is going to keep aggravating him. Like they said, once it's healed, it's healed. It's not like, it's not like a torn anything, you know, he's just a clean break. Or a cramp if you're fucking Tony Romo. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can definitely see your point of view, but that's just why I like the over. I wouldn't um, mind an over because I have Zeke and CD on the fantasy squad. So, yeah, I have a bunch of free agents on my team. So, <laughs> we'll go to Cardinals Titans on Sunday. Um, the Cardinals or the Titans are favored by three over under 52. Um, I like the Titans. Ah, fuck. I'll let you guys talk about it because I'm honestly like, this is a jump ball right now. I feel like with the NFL, they really know what the hell they're doing. And these spreads and over-unders are unbelievably hard to hit. I love the um, over this one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, Titans defense, non-existent. They just had Julio. Uh, Cardinals, not great defense either. And they got more weapons on offense. I – Kyler's even coming at getting in the league even more. Kingsbury, not a good coach. He doesn't know how to play defense. All he does is score. I like the over. Really, that's all I'm going to bet on this one, though. But if I had to pick, I think Cardinals. I think Cardinals beat them. Yeah, um, I was also going to take the over. Uh, the Titans' defense is bad last year, and they lost like three defensive starters. So they're going to be bad. Like Cardinals have such a dynamic offense. It's just two dynamic offenses going against at each other so I love the over and then for my pick I think I am going to take uh this is a toss I mean you can honestly put the spread as like a pick for this game but the Titans at home I like the Titans uh moving on to Jags Texans I think uh I love the Jags covered here I think the Texans with everything that's been going on this offseason like they lost absolutely everybody on their team uh, they're literally a D3 roster right now. I mean, I think if the Texans played college football, they'd be able to lose uh, Iowa State by six. Um, I like the Jags to cover, even though they had a shitty preseason. But me and Jag were talking about this before. I really don't think it matters. Um, I don't think either of these teams are going to be good whatsoever. I can see them getting the first and second pick in the draft. But, um, yeah, I like Jags covering three points. This is a game where um... – one of the one of the tips of betting is don't bet bad teams. This is two bad teams, so 
I'm not going to bet either of these guys. I think Jacksonville can win. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. I don't want to even look at this over-under. don't even look at this spread. I'm not even going to look at this game in general. But I, if I had to, I think I would go Texans to cover. Really? With Tyrod under center mm-hmm. and the boys? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Luke on this one. Not on the uh, spread pick, but just not betting on this game in general. Oh, yeah. uh, this is what you call a good old-fashioned battle the basement here. And when I'm talking about the basement, I'm talking about, like, <laughs> four, four, fourth-level basement. Uh, you know, honestly, I wouldn't doubt if they start tanking week one. Like, whoever loses, their stadium will probably erupt. So, <laughs> you're just one pick closer to the first oh, yeah. pick. So, I mean – Going if, I mean, if I had to pick this game, though, I, I'm i going to take the Jags. They actually have a decently talented offense. And, yeah, I guess I guess they're somewhat better than the Texans. I just like the Texans' experience going into week one. Jacksonville is a brand-new coach, never coached an NFL game. Brand-new quarterbacks, never played an NFL game. I think they're really the most two, two most important positions and you just lost ETN, who you were going to use so much. I had a feeling. I don't know. I think I, they're dumpster fire this year. Um, totally figured out. I mean, would you guys think the under might be good? Because I feel like both teams are going to run the living piss out of the ball. Like, because there's – I mean, I, who do these teams really have? The Texans only have running back depth, if you even call it Texans that. Have like, they're, all, they're all washed up. They have, like, back. six running backs. Exactly. Yeah, but both then, defenses are both really bad. Then the Jags last year, the only reason why James Robinson was really, like, relevant, I think he was running back seven, was because the Jags ran the ball, like, every single play of the game. So, like, I I don't know. I don't – Yeah, see. I don't like um James Robinson this year. He's in the That's a different story. Uh, but next, moving on to Chargers against the football team. I love this game. Uh, I think the Chargers improved a shit ton, but I mean, you have Herbert going into his <laughs> sophomore year. That's always like the biggest question with quarterbacks. Um, football teams obviously only obviously going to have, I mean, at least the top five defense this year. Um, honestly, though, like I like the under because the football team. There's so many questions on offense of like Fitzpatrick's going to be the fit or whatever. The Chargers, I love their offense, but still, you're going like Herbert. They're gonna. I mean, they're they upgrade their offense line, but is it really gonna do much against football teams front seven? Um, like hitting the under here, I could easily see it being like a twenty four to like fourteen game or something like that. That's why I'm going to there. I'm gonna go Chargers. Basically, a pick right here. I mean, plus ones aren't really a spread. Yeah, I think. Defense is obviously really good for Washington, but yeah, they had a good year. I just think that Chargers offense with the new and improved line, they lit it up last year. Year Herbert lit it up last year. They get another wide receiver weapon. Eckler's healthy; he's back, and just everything's everything's improved on the offensive side. And Washington, I don't like their offense at all. Even Fitzpatrick as their quarterback, I just Chargers are a better team. Yeah, well, this game will be interesting because both teams did actually make a lot of improvement over the offseason. Um, just the football team bringing in Fitzpatrick, like a quarterback that you can rely on, and a guy like Curtis Samuel, who I think will be have actually have a great year. He's kind of an underrated guy. But um, 
Yeah, it is a plus one. So Chargers are favored by one point. I'm going to take the football team by the spread because you might as well. You never know. I think it will be a close game. But, yeah, just the Chargers coming into Washington and playing that game, I think it will be close. But I think the I think the football team will win. Three different picks from all of us. Um, moving on to the next game, Vikings versus Bengals. Um, I'm going to take Vikings by three. I think Joe Burrow, even though I love him, is overrated. He's obviously coming off that injury. They did, like, absolutely nothing to upgrade their offensive line. Uh, Jamar Chase wasn't looking good. Their defense, the Bengals, is always terrible. Um, the Vikings, they've added a bunch of people on their defense. I don't like they're, I guess they're just bringing back a lot of people. And then they got Patrick Peterson, but, um, I still like them to run the ball all over them. Their receivers are actually, I mean, obviously like still pretty good. Um, I think the Vikings should be fine with beating the Bengals by three. Yeah. I'm leaning towards Vikings just because of like, once again, uh, bros just coming back. Uh, their line got a little better, but they're still terrible. Not that that's going to matter with the Vikings defense, but yeah, I just think Vikings in a week one game are just going to be more prepared and ready than a Bengals team with a quarterback coming off an ACL, a rookie quarter, his second year now, but his rookie year he tore his ACL. I I don't see the reason why the Vikings aren't going can't win this game. Yeah, so I got two locks two locks of the week in the NFL and Vikings minus three is one of them. I think is this your farm game. Um, ooh. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. This will be my no, you, you get the bills game. I'll take this one. Cause I can't okay. farm against Steelers. Okay. So yeah. So I guess it's not my farm game, but I love the Vikings minus three. Their, their defense actually will be a top 10 defense in football this year. Uh, they bring back, I mean, they bring so many people back off COVID and stuff and healthy players. And the Bengals are just the Bengals are just a shit show. Yeah, you are you had yeah you had Jamar Chase, but the Vikings D line bringing Daniel Hunter back and adding Everson Griffin in the offseason, I think they're going to give Joe Burrow fits. And if you can't run the ball, which they won't be able to, or protect the passer, that is a key recipe to losing by more than three points. So Vikings minus thirty is my pick. All right, so I'm taking the farm on that game, and we'll keep it moving. Uh, we got Jets versus Panthers, another barn burner, uh, minus five and a half in the favor of the Panthers. Um, now we got Sam Darnold against his old team week one. The Jets, literally there's question marks everywhere. I like how they're starting, like getting Zach Wilson and, like I guess, giving him Corey Davis and a new running back, but uh, – I really don't know where to go here. There's another game that, like, I would never bet on. And, I mean, there's – what do you even bet? I guess I'd take Panthers five and a half. But, like, I just like their offense more. But, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm taking here. I like the Jets to cover, actually. I think just plus five. I think – I like Zach Wilson a lot. I think he played really good. He played really, really good in the preseason. And he's, he's very talented. I just hope he – can translate that. Obviously, everyone, every rookie quarterback played good in the preseason, but I just think the Jets are a lot better. Their their coach now, uh, great defense was a great defense coach over in for the our defense coordinator for the Niners. I just think they're a, not a better team. I just think plus five. It's the Panthers aren't good. Jets aren't good. I just think they cover this one. Um, I like the Panthers minus five and a half in this game. 
you think about it, their offense is, you know, they actually do have a lot of key weapons on there. You got McCaffrey out of the backfield. He's back and healthy. Uh, you got Robbie Anderson on one side and DJ Moore on the other. With Sam Darnold, I actually like Sam Darnold. I think he was just in a bad system in New York. So I like the Panthers to win by five and a half. I expect them to win by a touchdown. The Panthers also got her boy Dan Arnold, didn't they? <laughs> well, then they shout out, shout out UW Platteville. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I like Panthers here. Uh, I'll move on though to Eagles versus Falcons, the battle of the birds. The Falcons are fair by three. Uh, I mean, I have no idea what to think about both teams here. I definitely don't like the Falcons though. I'll take. Jeez, I mean, both their defense are so bad, too. Can't take that over 148. I guess I'll go Eagles here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm only taking Eagles here to sink fly, Eagles fly if I win. Uh, Trace, this is, a, this is a game right here. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Jack, you go quick. I got to think. All right, so it looks like we got the Battle of the Birds here week one. Um. I uh, I don't like predicting the score or I mean who's gonna win, but I do think the over will hit. Uh, both have both teams have like solid offenses, I guess, and really bad defenses. I could easily see this being like you know like a twenty eight to twenty one, and the over would hit at forty nine. Um, so I'm gonna take the over in this game, and then I guess for my pick to win, I'm gonna take the Eagles too. Yeah, see, I I do like the over. I really like wait how you said what you said with that um that's kind of all I'm gonna do if I would put anything on this game is over I'm not really leaning towards anybody I don't know much about either team they're both kind of a lot of questions so I'm just gonna go over with the over well like with the over too I mean who knows like all right the Falcons never run the ball anyway like I like them adding Mike Davis the Eagles who had we had I mean, Miles Sanders is only relevant when he runs for eighty yard touchdown. Like, but we know this game's gonna be close, so I mean, I guess that would kind of help for the over. Um, if they're just gonna air the ball out all game, I mean, my, I mean, and the Eagles might as well just throw the ball all game too, because if if nobody's open, then Hurts just gonna run it anyway. So yeah. Um, moving on to the Steelers game. Over under four and a half against the Bills, forty eight and a half against the Bills. Uh, the Bills are favored by six and a half. Uh, I mean, with everything going on the Steelers with the off season, with how good the Bills are, uh, the Bills would cover six and a half. I think that's just way too easy for them to do. Um, I mean, the last time the Bills played the Steelers, they whooped them, and this time I don't see it being any different. Uh, we have the thirty second worst. Uh, off season this year, and if you guys didn't know, there's 32 teams in the NFL. Um, our offense line, huge question mark. Ben Rosberg's question mark. Uh, even TJ Watt is because we haven't even fucking signed him yet. So I think the Bills, who are contenders this year, to cover to win by a touchdown. I mean, I think that's nothing for them. I actually, I actually like the Steelers uh, plus six and a half. Six and a half. I think. Everyone just – the only reason everyone's shitting on them so much is because no one liked them last year because of all their off-field stuff. But they still well, are – And they went 11 and all, so – They still have a great coach. And in an opener against the Bills, it's a big game for them. Like, they got to – you got to come out and show what you got. They do I play just, up to their competition, too. 
I just think they're a lot better team than people give them credit for. I do not like the Steelers because of their fans. That is one of the main, only reasons I don't like them. But when when you're putting like money on it, you just got to put that aside and go with what you think, what your gut is. I just think I don't think the Steelers are a slouch against any team they play, and they can easily cover against anybody anybody this year. And I don't think they're as bad as people think. Yeah, well, I'm going to contradict you here, Luke. Uh, Bills minus six and a half. If I had a kid Saturday night, I would bet that kid on the Bills minus six and a half. <laughs> um, I don't know. The Bills are just – the firepower is unbelievable on that team. They add Emmanuel Sanders in the offseason, another weapon to go alongside Stephon Diggs. Former slot, Right. And then their defense, solid last year. I think they'll be solid this year. Uh, I agree with Joey saying there's so many question marks. Uh, one of the Steelers' offense linemen is out. Uh, what's his name? I was talking to my buddy about it. Banner, I think his last name is yeah, Banner. Exactly. He's not playing. He's not playing. So, yeah, I think Bill's minus six and a half. That's going to be my farm game. And, yeah, I'm going to hammer that. Um, I mean, the thing with Rosberg, obviously didn't have time last year. I mean, everything went down – into the shit once like we had all of our injuries but I think our offensive line for it to say it's going to be worse this year is like a bunch of bullshit because I think our offensive line last year they had just a lot of names but none of them like really performed and now they pretty much just clear house the entire thing and like they got a pro bowler from the Chargers. like I have no idea what to expect from them I I guess they got Najee so at least we have like some kind of running threat but I mean, yeah. like I was I saying earlier, they're just. They're I don't think. Here. I don't think the reason you guys' run game was bad because of your line. It was because of the just like the play calling and the running back in general. I don't think it was because well, of the we line. We didn't even run the ball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why your run game sucked. Is you didn't run it. It's, your well, line wasn't. Your line wasn't. If you look at all the teams that had really bad lines. Last year, like I have the, I have a thing about it. I can't, I'll find it later. But they, all the teams that had bad lines had a pretty solid run game. It was just the Steelers just didn't you try to run the ball. And I think this year you actually have a wide receiver one, and it's Deontay. I don't think you had one last year. You just kind of whoever's game it was. Now you got a guy to go to, and that's. Deontay, so you got the guy. You have a go-to guy, and Juju. I don't. I think is going to be pretty good this year. I like Juju. Just got paid not a lot. Insane off season. Yeah, I just him. he is shredding spaghetti right now. As much as they didn't really had a, as much as they had a bad off season, they kind of had a decent one. I thought, but no, yeah, I didn't think we had the worst <clears> off season, but yes, them people who make way too much fucking money at ESPN did so. Um, I guess we can move on now. Uh, Seahawks versus Colts. Uh, the Colts are two and a half dogs. Um, so Carson Wentz is supposed to play this game, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. I still like the Hawks by three points because, I mean, we all know how good Russell Wilson is in the first half of the season. So, um, yeah, even if it is an Indy still, I like the Colts. I mean, the Seahawks to win this by a field goal or more. Yeah, I I think I have to agree. I do like the Seahawks. I just think the Colts, um, not having, not really having, um, 
a quarterback until they didn't really know if he was going to play until now. I just don't think they're as good of a team, especially three points. I don't know. I can't see any reason why the Seahawks can't destroy these guys in an opener. Yeah, my favorite bet for this game is actually probably the the under. So the over-under set at 49.5. I know the Seahawks usually – their offense just goes nuclear in the first six games of every year. But playing a really good – like probably a top-five Colts defense in Indianapolis will be a tough game. But, I I mean, I see the Seattle winning. Like if Seattle wins 28-21, the under hits. And with the Colts, they are – I mean, obviously T.Y. is not that good, but he won't be playing, which leaves their only wide receiver to be Michael Pittman. And like Naeem Hines, I guess, as a pass catching running back. But I like the under in this game, but I also do like Seattle to win. Um, I believe Quentin Nelson's also out. I still expect the Colts to run the everlasting piss out of the ball. Um, they have Taylor, Naeem Hines. They got uh, Marlon Mack back, which Marlon Mack was, I mean, I think he's pretty decent when he's healthy. Who knows how he'd be this year, but like, yeah, exactly what you said. Their receiving targets are, I mean, who even is their tight end? I mean, um, that's what I thought. Like, <laughs> you know, fucking Gigantor. <laughs> um, fuck. I forget. Yeah. And fuck be... Carson Wentz, though. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I hope he doesn't win a fucking game. Uh, next game. Niners versus Lions. Doyle is uh, tight end, by the Jimmy way. Garoppolo is back. The Lions are terrible. Um, I mean, I, I like the Niners just to run all over the Lions this game, with Garoppolo or not. I mean, they have Kittle back. They have a lot of defense players back, except for Sherman, but they get uh, Nick Bolsa back. They have Fred Warner still. Um, insane front seven. Um, I still like Niners to beat them by eight. Yeah, I actually um, kind of like the under in this game. I know it's 45, but the Niners, are, if Garoppolo is a quarterback, they're, it's, he's a game manager. That means a lot of running the ball and a couple passes to my boy Ayuk. Um, and Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> um, Lions, though, they're not going to – you had a coach like Campbell. Like, like he's, he ain't giving up many points. I'll tell you that right now, this first game. And they're going to be fired up. They're going to be bad. They're going to be real bad. They're not going to score much. But I I think they're going to hold the Niners to not quite – not a lot of points because only 45, and the Lions aren't going to score much. So, I just like the under. Have uh, They came out and listed Garoppolo as a starter, or do we know yet? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he is. He's a starter week one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to agree with Luke, too. I do like the under – uh, I don't really like that seven and a half spread. You never know. I mean, you know, maybe the Lions have Motor City rocking for week one. They come out with a little fire. So I don't really like the spread there just because it's by more than a touchdown. So I'm just going to take the, the Niners to win, and I like the under. Um, I mean, like, I can definitely see just a shit ton of running, and then obviously there's going to be a lot of defense. Um, like, I think Swift is like the Lions' only weapon outside of TJ Hawkinson. And then the 49ers, obviously, Kyle Shanahan just loves to run the ball. Um, and if you look up in the dictionary what a game manager is, Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo are like the top two names on there. So, yeah, I, I agree with you guys on the under. Um, 
Moving on to the next game, probably the game of the week. Uh, Browns versus Chiefs could easily see this in the AFC Championship game. Um, the over-under is 54-and-a-half, and the Chiefs are uh, favored by six. I mean, death taxes don't take the Chiefs on a cover. I'm taking the Browns to cover six. I think they could e- even win outright, even though it is in Kansas City, and that fucking arrowhead's going to be rocking. But um, I think Browns are like team of destiny this year, so – I'll take the Browns cover by six. Uh, 54, I'm hammering the over in this one. I I know the Browns have a good defense, but they, they're going to – you got to keep it with the Chiefs, and Chiefs are going to score. I don't care how good of a defense gets thrown out there. And if they're healthy, Browns are – Browns are a team that can keep up with them too if they're healthy. They're, they're one of the only teams that I think that can keep up with the Chiefs. I think it's just going to be a shootout, and I am so excited to watch that game. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to go the over. No, not, I don't think six is a lot because especially we're talking about the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going I'm to agree with Joe here. I'm going to go Browns plus six. Uh, you saw last year they played the Chiefs tough in the playoffs. It came down to that one play where Tony Romo lost his mind on the fourth down. But um, I like the Browns. I don't think they'll win, but I like them to keep it close. Yeah, I mean, I just like this minus six because, I mean, the Browns easily could win this game. That's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, well, then, like, last year, every time we bet the Chiefs on the spread, they fucking lost. I know their spreads were, like, 19 points every game, but still. Um, we'll move on to Broncos-Giants. All right, so I think the NFL matched up what teams are, like, most equally, like, equivalent to each other, and they just threw them on the fucking – I mean – not like exactly, but almost. I mean, because this Broncos Giants game, I mean, I'll take Broncos uh, minus three because I fucking hate Danny loose change. Um, I like all the people that the Broncos are bringing back. They should have an elite defense this year. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater, he's also on that definition of game manager. Um, love their wide receiver core. Love no fan. Love their offensive line. Um, then Melvin Ingram and Javante Williams, like, or not Melvin Ingram, fucking, no, what am I saying? Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I mean, I like the entire Broncos team except for the fucking quarterback, which they lost out on the best one they could possibly get. So, I mean, I'll still go with the Broncos, though, uh, minus three. Yeah, I um, I like the Broncos as well. And the reason, because I think Teddy is a quarterback that is not going to really lose you a game, not going to win you a game. And it's just going to come down to their defense. And I do like their defense a lot. And the Giants, without Saquon, is not a good not a good football team. So, yeah, I do like the Broncos because t- Teddy's going to control the game. They're going to play good defense. And there's it's going to be close, but I think they can still cover the three. Yeah, I did see Saquon is, though, expected to play. Or he's, like, practicing like he's going to play. Uh, Kenny Galladay is still questionable for that game, mm-hmm. which is like one of their like their biggest pass catcher. Um, speaking of non-catching pass catchers, uh, Evan Ingram is not going to play. I saw he's out, but I mean that's probably fine. Good. That's probably a few more completions that he's not playing. Yeah. So I, I like the Broncos minus three. I think their defense is really good. Um, I even picked them up as a streamer in fantasy. So hopefully they ball out for me. 
Oh, what do you think about the under, though? Because I could easily see, like, one of these teams, I mean, the Broncos scoring, like, 21, and then the Giants scoring at least less than 14. I mean, I don't think this offense is going to have any clue what they're doing against Broncos or against, like, anybody for that point. I mean, with how many injuries they have, I I mean, I kind of like the under two of this game. Yeah, I was thinking that right when I saw the two teams, but then I saw the 42, and it kind of, like, uh it's tough. It's a tough spot, 42. But I can definitely see that, like you said, being like 21 to like 10. That's exactly. Definitely, I mean, that's definitely a real possibility. Um, moving on, Packers-Saints. Um, this is another great game. Uh, Saints just have an insane defense. I don't think they lost anybody from last year. I think they're at least like top three defense last year. Uh, the Packers obviously had – a insane offseason, not even knowing if they're going to have Rodgers or not. But I think they're also returning everybody from last year. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers will probably pop off again. Like, he just plays better with that, like, chip on his shoulder, so to speak. Um, I have no idea what I like for this game. I mean, Jameis Winston, uh, I think that's going to be the factor of the game. But I think four – yeah, I guess I'll take Packers with four points. Um, It's in a neutral site because of the hurricane going on in uh New Orleans. Or I guess damages from it or whatever. But, yeah, uh, I'll go Packers here. Yeah, I think if it was in New Orleans, I think Saints could easily keep this close and cover that four. But neutral site, uh, I can't see the Packers not coming out hot and beating the brakes off the Saints, honestly. Yeah, I like Packers minus four as well. I think this game will come down to if the Saints can run the ball or not with Kamara. If they can't run the ball, um, I feel bad for Jameis because he really has no pass catchers with Thomas being out. Like his number one receiver will be Marquez Callaway. But if what the if Saints can't run. Going up against Jair Alexander. Yeah, exactly. Like, good luck, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Packers minus four in this. Uh, next game, we have the Dolphins versus Patriots. Uh, the Patriots are favored by three, which I can't believe. Um, for Mac Jones' first game to be going up, up against his Dolphins defense, I don't really like that. Um, I guess I've been saying this, like, all offseason, but I actually love the Dolphins this year just because, I mean, everybody's shitting on Tua, but uh, I saw that with under their offense coordinator they had last year, Ryan Fitzpatrick actually threw the ball downfield less than Tua did. Um, I think just their whole scheme was to just dink and dunk and do all that bullshit, and Tua looked terrible for it. And they didn't even give him the reins last year. Like, I think if you're not a rookie quarterback, don't pull him in and out like that. But now that it is Tua's team, um, and they gave him – I guess Will Fuller will be out, but they gave him Waddle. Uh, I think Gaskin is going to be – I mean, they – they ran the ball 18 times a game last year. I still like Gaskin. Um, yeah, I mean, I like a lot of things about the Dolphins. And the thing about them covering is last year they didn't beat a team over 500, but they also didn't lose to a team over 500 by more than seven points. It was something like that. So they always kept it close, even though they didn't win. Um, I mean, I like them outright beating the Patriots. Yeah, I... Their defense is looking insanely good this year. Yeah, I I can't I can't see the Dolphins not at least covering this. 
because of the reasons like you said with Tua, like now that he has a chance to actually be the quarterback, like he can control the damn game now. And without the looking over his shoulder 24-7, look like he's going to get taken out if he does something. And uh, Gilmore's out, the Pats. And so I, I don't know why the why this is a three, even with the Dolphins uh, not being the favorites. I know it's in at New England, but no, I do really like the Dolphins on this. Yeah, I like Dolphins to cover the plus three. I actually do think the Patriots win, though, contrary to you guys. Um, the Patriots, I mean, people kind of forget they had a hell of an offseason. They loaded up their squad. Like, their defense, they bring a ton of people back from COVID. You add, like, Judon, all these guys. Um, the green haired, Yeah, you, the green-haired dude from Philly, the cornerback. I don't know. He's a dog. Mills, I think. Yeah, Jalen Mills. Um, they add a bunch of weapons on offense. You add uh, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, which will be perfect for their kind of ground and pound game managing scheme. Nelson Aguilar, uh, they do have like actually a pretty stacked lineup, and they're like picked in a bunch, picked from a bunch of experts to make the wild. They're not gonna necessarily win the division with the Bills, but a lot of them have them as their wild card team. So I think the Patriots will win this, but the Dolphins will cover the plus six. I think it'll be really close. I really um, I like I like Mac Jones a lot too. Oh, he had a great preseason. Um, I mean, I like Mac Jones even after like all the slander of him having like an all NFL team. Like, I Alabama. yeah, I liked him. But like they were saying in his preseason games, like you see him like throw people open. You see like his confidence. Like you see him like not get scared in the pocket and shit. Like a lot of rookies do. But I just feel like if cool. his first game is going to be against the Dolphins, like I don't. You know, another thing is for Belichick to to start him over Cam. Obviously, Cam didn't. He started off the year good, but he had a bad. Didn't and you were great. He didn't have a bad uh, preseason, but for Belichick to just start him over Cam like that and cut Cam, you got it's got to tell you tell you something about um what Belichick thinks of Mac Jones. Like he thinks highly of him. Obviously, he's going to do all that. Well, and I know Bill Belichick is, like, notorious, notoriously bad at, like, drafting people, but he is, like, best friends with Nick Saban. Like, they coach together, mm-hmm. and they talk all the time. You always see pictures of them together. I like, get combines and everything. I feel like if he was going to spend a first-round pick on Mac Jones, like, mm-hmm. there's obviously, like, a reason why he likes him. Yeah. Even, even if he is a game manager this year, like, the, the Patriots can still do their thing. Yeah. I love Damian Harris. Well, fantasy-wise, I love Damian Harris this year just because he's going to get his goal line touches back. And, uh, Matt, yeah, now Cam's going. And they're going to have to run the ball. So, um, Next game, we have your guys' Bears. Real tough game to start against the Rams. Uh, obviously, the Rams, they have all them huge names on defenses. I, they do have holes in their defense, but, like, they just have them huge names, you know. Um, the Rams are fair by seven and a half. That is a lot, but you guys do have Andy Dalton under center. Uh, he's a nice guy. And I'll, I don't know. I'll let you guys talk about this one, but I think I'll take the under either way at 40, 46. Yeah, um, I'm going to take Bears plus seven. I don't think any – there's no reason why they can't cover this because, one, I know Rams, you can say they got Stafford and, like, they loaded up because of that. But they, it's still his first game playing with them it's gonna take some time to figure figure out the offense still it's not like you just come in and learn like that when you've been only on one team your whole career and then 
they're two great defenses. And if you're going to have the under 46, there's no way this game's a blowout. I can't see the Bears getting blown out by the Rams in week one. Stafford's first game with them. This is actually going to be my farm game, plus seven and a half Chicago, just because I think it's going to be such a low score game. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, well, I guess agreeing with both of you guys here, I'd probably parlay this game. I'd go Bears plus seven and a half and then the under. Um, I don't think, I think, I mean, obviously I could even easily see, you know, like a 24 to 17 game or something like that. But Bears covering and the under hitting. So, obviously the Bears won't be that good, but their defense will keep a minute. And then the Rams, they'll probably be a slow first half of this game, but maybe the Rams will probably turn it up in the second half and score most of their points in that half. Yeah, um, like going with the Rams, like, and the biggest thing that people are talking about is their O-line. I mean, they're either – senior citizens or they're just bad in general and um losing cam Akers, i think it's really going to show like how much that meant to them uh, i know they got sony michelle but i don't think that can really like feel the void um i mean i loved cam Akers last year i thought he was gonna have a great season this year uh sadly he's gone but um yeah i mean the goal is under here i just love it uh yeah i mean i agree with you with covering them points i think yeah seven and a half is just way too much it, call for that game and Luke your point about if the old runner is going to be 46 there's no way the team's getting blown out here so um, I'll go all right yeah we'll move on to Ravens Raiders um, the Raiders are dogs by four and a half um, I think I'd sell my car in my house on betting on the Ravens here I think they could easily beat them by like fucking 20 if they wanted to Um I know J.K. Dobbins is out. I really don't think that matters. Uh, Ravens' defense is, like, top three in the league. I mean, like, the Raiders aren't going to be able to do shit to them. Uh, I know they added Kenny and Drake. I still don't like both of them. I don't like Drake or Jacobs. And then Henry Ruggs is a wide receiver one. Uh, Holy Darren Waller is a big game. And, like, that's all that I can see happening out of this game. Uh, Raiders' defense is terrible. And – I think Ravens gonna run all over that. And oh yeah, Ravens is no reason they can't beat these guys by at least five. Yeah, I guess I do like the Ravens by the spread, but I think I like the under bet even more. Um I think the Raiders will have a tough time trying to get points going against this defense. And then, you know, even losing J.K. Dobbins, I bet obviously with a guy like Gus Edwards, it's like he was there, he's been there for the past how many years, like it'll He'll fit right in, but it'll probably take him a little bit to feel out that defense and get used to it. But, uh, yeah, I like the under is my best bet, but I do think the Ravens will cover too. Well, yeah, I agree with you on that over-under because I feel like unless they think that the Ravens are going to score 40 points on their own, I really can't see how the Raiders are going to score, like, over mm-hmm. 14 on this Ravens team. Like, I I mean, I just think there's no way. I, I don't know, but um, – yeah, I mean, I think a parlay option there would also work. Um, yeah, I mean, that wraps up our whole week one slate. Uh, I mean, do you guys have anything else to add? Or... Uh, no, I'm just excited for the weekend. Yeah, yeah it's a week, boys. We could, like, quick over our predictions for this year, but, I mean, it would kind of be just right out the dome. So, I don't know. Yeah, we could probably home. do it, like, next week or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alrighty, well, that wraps up week one. Um, I think, I don't know, 
think we're all down for this, but I believe we're going to start recording every Tuesday. We record half an hour episodes, post one on either Tuesday night or Wednesday, and then have our picks for you by Thursday. So, um, yeah, that wraps up everything. Uh, see you guys next week. Yep. See you. See you, boys. This kid is He's a He's a Last episode, we did not have an outro for you, so that means that in today's episode, we do not have an intro for you. Uh, If you looked up work in progress in the dictionary, it would be this podcast right here, but uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. Thank you.